Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060, online at kdos1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app. It is Thursday. It is March 16th. The tournament is underway, and we're popping on out to the KDOS hotline as we're joined by Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations with Circa Sports. Mike, it's Bob and Kayla. How are you? The madness has started. Oh, yes. It's uh, it's, uh, it's a long week. I mean, it's... Super Bowl is really nothing compared to this. When you think you start last night with your ballroom set up and people come in and checking out your different venues, and then all the way through Sunday night, we've got our parties going at Stadium Swim and the book at Circa and the Galaxy Ballroom at Circa, and here where I am in the Detroit Ballroom on the 12th floor of the D. Well, let's peel back the curtain a little bit for us here, if you can. So over at Circa Sports, the odds-on favorite to win the South is Alabama. Last I saw, plus 160. Houston to win the Midwest at plus 150. Kansas to win uh, the West at plus 370. And Purdue to win the East at plus 250. So as we are talking right now, the tournament has started. So what is the process like as games are being played, upsets happen, of price adjustment and odds movements on the board that you all go through yeah so things will change we'll take down like uh something depending on what the team is playing um and obviously we're taking action and that's moving the number as well i think houston got a little shorter there about uh plus 140 uh upsets are obviously going to play a big role in that it's interesting when you book these games and you come up with the initial number on sunday for these first round matchups and really sunday and money it's Monday, it's the professional money or the educated money uh, coming in. And then starting, you know, last night and into today, so much public money from, you know, 400, 450,000 people coming to Las Vegas for March Madness. So there's sort of that sharpening of the number by midday on Monday and then it moved just with volume the last two days. So which teams, uh, there are a couple that come to mind that you have the most liability on already. I'll tell you what our top three are, and they really haven't changed over the last month. Our biggest liability is on UCLA, which is a little bit of a regional bias here. Our second biggest liability is Miami of Florida. And I tell you, I talked to different bookmakers, Tom Gable at the Borgata in New Jersey, other bookmakers here in town, Vinny Mayula at South Point. Miami's a top three liability for everybody. I think groups went around preseason when they were 200 to one with this team that Jim Laranega put together. Uh, and got some money down. And then uh, Houston, who's the favorite, which you never really mind the favorite being um, one of your biggest liabilities. Because throughout the course of the tournament, people are unlikely to continue to bet Houston. They'll look for more Cinderella stories and price, price shots. Having a conversation, Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations with Circa Sports right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. So help us out here. Uh, it's always much discussed, the 12 versus 5 matchups. So what is your particular strategy in these instances? And do you have any particular way that you're leaning with these Charleston versus SDSU, Oral Roberts versus Duke, VCU versus St. Mary's, and Drake versus Miami uh, upcoming here? Mm-hmm. I played Miami. I mean, Drake is really a trendy dog. It seems like everybody's playing Drake. I'm from Iowa. I've watched Drake play a lot, but it's it's it, it's one thing what they do in their conference there, uh, in in the Missouri Valley, and it's it's another thing when you go up against a team like Miami, who I thought was the best team in the ACC for most of the year. Another of those twelve match five matchups is Duke. I just added some Duke at twenty five to one. Jeez, 
from where they were as a bubble team two months ago to now, they're legitimately a top 10 team in the country the way they're playing. You could argue top five in the power rating. So I like Duke as well in this matchup. The other two I didn't play. My strategy more is in conferences and trying to fade certain conferences. I'll tell you, uh, the Mountain West has been a great fade for years. I think going back 16 years, the number is it's a Mountain West versus a Power 5 conference is 72%, just blindly playing against the Mountain West. Now, mm. You and I look terrible, Nevada, last night. I want to play Boise, but I, I can't because it's the, the Mountain West. I, I, I'm not big on Northwestern, but I'll pass on that game. The other thing, I think the Big Ten's a little bit overrated, too. I think a lot of teams were about the same, you know, um, but only Purdue really stood out. So I would look to fade the Mountain West in the Big Ten in, in, in most matchups. Yeah, Arizona and Arizona State. Uh, obviously, Arizona State revanche. You mentioned the Nevada game from last night. Uh, what's your take on those two teams and uh, any liability in the in the book uh, with uh, Arizona? Yeah, there's a little bit. We got beat by them to the to the Pac-12 tournament because uh, you know people bet them. Um, once Clark went out for UCLA, so yeah. there's some liability. I mean, Arizona State. Looked great last night. They do have the win over Arizona uh, in Tucson, so they could be it could be a dangerous team. I mean, if they play like they do last night, uh, they'll be competitive with anybody. So we'll see if they can keep that momentum going off that big win over Nevada. Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations Circa Sports here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Points. So you're talking about all these extravagant things that you have going on this week. Uh, do you also then see this big uptick in more just brand recognition bets? Uh, because if you think about it, the casual person isn't really paying attention to college hoops all season long, really kind of get into it here in the month of March. And so the brand recognition schools, do they end up getting a lot of, of tickets put down on them here as all the festivals? Festivities get underway. In the sense of future tickets, yes. I don't think in game by game. I think everybody comes here loving an upset, and you know, and they and they look to get on these teams like this Furman game going on with Virginia right now, and you're hearing the crowd go crazy as Furman's getting getting back into the game. So <laughs> those things create more interest than say the other game, the Maryland West Virginia game, where those are two brand name schools. Uh, in, a, in a close spread, but not kind of the level of interest unless you're particularly for that school that these Cinderella stories have. I remember when Harvard beat New Mexico a few years ago. I mean, it, these, these ballrooms and these big cities just go up for grabs when those things are happening. You mentioned UCLA a couple times. You mentioned Jalen Clark's injury. You know, what's your personal take on them with his injury, and, and how's that maybe altered uh, you know, what the handle is on UCLA? Yeah, I don't think they'll be heavily bet in the future. It's, it's tough, though, because somehow Cronin's kept this Final Four team together for three years, which is really unheard of. I mean, so many guys one and done or two and done, and he's kept this core team together. So, I mean, it's a veteran group. It's right for the tournament. They had Clark. I, I, I think they probably would have got a one seed. Um, not to say they didn't flatter themselves. They played well against Arizona in the final. Either team could have won that game. I think they're still live. The West is really interesting. Everybody's talking about Kansas. You know, Kansas, one would have thought if they won the Big 12, maybe they're overall number one again. They're defending national champions, yet the consensus is, and, and Kayla read off the, the regional odds, they're by far the most vulnerable um, of the four of the four number one seeds. I'm looking forward to it. We're really blessed here. We're going to extend this madness another weekend because 
we've got uh, we've got the regional at T-Mobile this year, the West Regional right here in Las Vegas. So we could we could have a you know if it matches up right, we don't have any big upsets. You could have the Gonzaga, UCLA type game, Kansas there as well. And so I'm I'm really looking forward to the regional. I get to fly out to Des Moines tomorrow morning. I'm hosting a suite at Wells Fargo for the second round games at Des Moines with our circuit sports partner in Iowa, Wild Road. So, you know, Kansas is there. Texas is there. Uh, Illinois is there. There's, uh, Texas A&M's there. Uh, there's some great teams I'm hoping to see on Saturday afternoon in Des Moines. Busy Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations with Circus Sports. Uh, so you mentioned it there. Right now going on the round of 64, round of 32 this weekend, and Circus Sports will be buzzing. But for the city of Vegas, you're getting the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight. So what does Circus Sports have planned for this weekend and next weekend? Yeah, so for the first time, we're going to continue our free watch party at the Galaxy Ballroom there at Circa for next weekend as well, Thursday and Saturday with the the West Regional here. We'll do it all four days, but obviously expect the bigger crowds on Thursday and Saturday. And the book and stadium swim will continue, you know, to take bookings for uh, for folks to come in. Obviously, these are evening games on Thursday, Friday with, you know, 4 o'clock Pacific start. So they're half-day bookings as opposed uh, to full bookings. And we hope that it gets a little bit warmer. Not not awful, but in the, in the mid-upper 60s here. We're used to lower 80s this time of year for, for stadium swim, people more likely to get in the pool, although the, those pools are heated up to 92, 94 degrees, so uh, it's always comfortable out there. I, I tell you, I look, I'm shocked at the hotel rates. You know, I, I always encourage people to come conference tournament week because the hotel rates and the availability of getting to the Booker Stadium swims better. The hotel rates next weekend for the Sweet 16 and the regionals are just as high as they are yesterday, today, and, and tomorrow here this week. So there's going to be a lot of demand uh, for created by this regional uh, speaking of the regional i'm curious you know how much handle do you expect do you expect an increase in handle because the regional is there i know the ncaa tournament it's a high volume anyway it is but now you're going to have four fan bases coming in especially on thursday uh staying in town and you know so maybe staying at one of our properties but definitely pouring money into the market uh here especially if they come from states uh with no legal wagering so uh, they'll turn out, and you know you'll get six, seven thousand people from those schools. So, add another very uh, partisan and interested uh, twenty thousand people to the mix, and I would, I would make it a heavy favorite that the West Regional Games have the most handle. I mean, I would make that like minus three dollars uh, coming next weekend. Mike, explain this to our listeners here and how it all works in Las Vegas. Uh, can they download the Cir- Circa Sports app and then therefore get the Circa Sports odds when they are in Vegas and they don't actually have to be on property yeah. the whole time? Yeah, you can you can get the, the app and see the odds whether you're within the state or not. But to wager, you have to be in the boundaries. You know, it's geofence in Nevada. I suggest people, even if they're coming for the weekend, get the app and and fund the app because especially with the end game wagering, it's become a bigger, bigger part of, of everyone's portfolio. It's too hard with the lines at March Men is to stand at the window and try to bet end game at the commercials, right? You got to have it on your phone because you have a finite window of two and a half to three minutes to get your bet in. And if there's three people ahead of you at the window, you got no shot. Fund the app. You know, you're heading out of town on Monday or Sunday, withdraw the funds. It's, it, it, it's very simple in and out. So, the app is just such a convenient way. I never bet on an app. I always walked around with three to five thousand dollars in my pocket, and then the pandemic hit and the books were closed, and you couldn't bet other than on the app. And I remember opening my first account and making a it was a curbside deposit because we were we were in lockdown, uh, and now I wouldn't do anything else but the app. 
Yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, obviously, you know, the, the wagering around the country in you know, many states, including Arizona, now has legalized sports gambling. How much is that affected the handle in Las Vegas, or, you know, how's that worked out, do you think? It continues to grow, just like when the riverboats came in Mississippi and Iowa, and they said, oh, it's the end of Vegas. It's not because it's still a destination, and it provides a training ground, not just for individuals to gamble and gives them access and into the market and then they come to vegas because of their vacations but it also helps to train more people around the country to work in these environments so that if one day they want to come and work in las vegas um there's more of a workforce for it it it, it, it helpful it supports uh las vegas having these markets around the country Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations with Circa Sports here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Point. All right, help us out. What are some couple plays for uh, later today? And then also, if you have anything for us for Friday. I, I uh, Like I said, I have Miami uh, of Florida going against the trendy dog uh, in, um, <clears throat> excuse me, the trendy dog in Drake um, later today. I'm trying to convince myself. Um, I'm from Iowa. I'm trying to convince myself to play against Iowa um, with Auburn. I think that's the play, but I might have to hold off on that. Those those were the plays. I bet this uh, first game over, but that's already gone, so that's not helpful to anybody. Um, tomorrow, uh, let's see. I have two plays in already tomorrow. I did uh, I did take FAU. I think this Florida Atlantic team is really good. Um, I watched them play in that Conference USA tournament. I mean, this team is 31-3. and three. UAB is good. It was flattered by the performance of the NIT. They're catching two against Memphis tomorrow night, a 6:20 Pacific time start. I bet FAU on the money line, and I took the two points. And um, I think it's a suspicious line that Indiana-Kent State. Indiana, a four seed, and they're only a four-and-a-half point favorite. I took Kent State in that matchup tomorrow night. Another part of the fade the Big Ten uh, philosophy for me. I hope you're right about that game because I'm on Kent State also. Um, last for last one for me, Mike. Uh, using your Iowa background, also, I'm curious to what you think of Iowa State, which is a team that's kind of driving me crazy. Um, you know, they were off to a great start, but I thought they well, the Big Twelve teams had kind of figured them out, and then they ended the season pretty well. So I'm confused. I like the matchup with Pitt. Because Pitt is not offensively dynamic. I think that's a grinded-out game that favors Iowa State. I think they can they will advance. They will advance there. Um, the thing with Iowa State, I call them a merry-go-round team. Pretty much where they're at at halftime is where they're going to stay because of their style of play. So sometimes with them, I like to just wait till halftime. And if they're up eight, I support a second-half play on them because they would be pretty protective of the lead with the defense. But when they get down six or eight, it's tough. Now, they did get down eight to Baylor, and they made that nice rally in the Big 12 tournament. But remember, three hours from Ames to Kansas City, they travel as well. The only team that has a better support in the Big 12 tournament every year in Kansas City than Iowa State is Kansas. So they won't have that advantage. They didn't get put in Des Moines. Iowa didn't get put in Des Moines. And no, they should be. They're not a top-four seed. But they won't have that home court advantage like they had. But I do like them in the first-round matchup with Pitt. Mike, as a busy person, thanks so much for taking some time with us and uh, have have a lot of fun, though, this week and next week with everything that's going on in circus sports and hosting uh, the Sweet 16 and the Elite Eight next weekend. Yeah, it's a fun weekend. I appreciate the time with you, Bob and Kayla. Thank you so much. Once again, he is Mike Palm, Vice President of Operations with Circa Sports.